Welcome back to Make That Paper, the show where we talk about all the crazy jobs we do to make the cash we need to pursue our artistic dreams. And to split the tab with your friends when you finally do go back out into the world. Today we resume our conversation with fitness guru Katie Horning. And her writer, lawyer, and social media guru hubby Eric Sams. I definitely relate to that, uh, that, that stressful period and blacking out those moments because... Yeah. We didn't even know if we were going to get to stay. Yeah. When we when we came out, and it's it, well, it is such a it's a it's a very when we were young. I mean, that's before your we marriage. It was 22, 23, Like to try and be like, we're going to make this work. And I remember you were still like trying to get ready for the bar. I was taking all these weird like PA random odd ended jobs, and I got rear ended, and had to like just long story shorter. I saw the Ohio plates called the insurance company to be like, Hey, this happened. And then she was like, okay, where are you? And I was like, Oh, California. She's like, Oh, you got to change this. The next week get a bill. And it was like for upgraded insurance, not just because of the accident. It was like $650. I remember just crying being like, we don't have money. We are trying to make this work. I can't pay for it. And I was like, I'm going to call my parents. And you were like, no, we'll figure it out. I'm like, no, I have to call my parents. Like just that panic of like, we can't do this. Like that's, that's all the money I have to pay the new insurance because we're in LA. Like what? Yeah, I I scammed them for a while and kept my Michigan plates. Um, Somebody, I don't know how I, I think it it was actually, I actually think it was my insurance guy. His secretary told me back in Michigan, she said, keep them, say you're a student and you can keep your Michigan plates until you can afford until yeah, California. And I was like, will I get in trouble? And she was like, just say you're a student. Are you a student? And I was like, well, I'm taking classes at you know, second city and yep. groundlings. And she's like, then you're a student, just say you're a student. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So yeah, I know that I've been there and it, it sucks. Like the yeah. difference in the cost of insurance in California, just for your car is like frightening. I wanted to ask you, all right. So during this six or so month period, what were y'all doing to support yourselves? Right when you got to California. So I was working at the I was you, working at yeah. the law firm, okay. and I was uh, she was getting quite a deal on me because I, I was a licensed attorney. I had already passed the Pennsylvania bar, so I was a licensed attorney, but I was working as a paralegal because I okay. wasn't licensed in California. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. I was doing like you know the the research and writing. So that's what I was doing. You were I was doing random random stuff uh, this was craigslist stuff yeah like i don't even think i was craigslist i did some extras work oh i did get that role on that she america's on courtroom people's, show people's judge court. joe brown i think she no, was, it was people's courtroom i got so i did i was hopping around doing the random stuff and i remember like booking that and being like i'm not really an actor but like this looks fun and then made a friend on set and we got paid like 25 bucks and then afterwards went to go get sushi that cost like 22 dollars and i was like cool well that evened out like just the things where i'm like that evened out in the wash um i was doing random like paing things there was I, then it was yeah just stupid stuff um did your aunt give you benefits so at least did, did you guys were you well i was still on my parents insurance because I, I was 23 i really hope she doesn't listen to this episode but uh, we love her yeah. she she helped yeah. you out no she, she got it yeah, 
She made you work for it, and that's okay. That's a Midwest attitude. We're going to, like, let that slide. And you guys were young and healthy. You were young and healthy. Mm -hmm. We've all been in that spot. And we we made it, and she's very very generous to us in a lot of ways. But, yeah, for the the first (laughs) period there, no, it was all, it was all just, like, duct tape and dreams like yeah, we didn't right. have insurance uh well, I you was, were still in your part weren't you i was sold mine I remember. no i was over 26 so i i, I had no doubt here i was yes, I oh so yeah at yeah. what point then were you ghost writing college papers for oh, people oh yeah this is awesome <laughs> so briefly uh my my roommate and i were we were english majors and we had not reputation is maybe too strong of a word but among our friends it was known we could write a paper they were like the snarky smart like ones uh, i wish so i'd known this during grad school i had a couple papers yeah. that i really had trouble finishing every once in a while somebody would come to us and say uh i, I really don't want to write this paper can you write it for us and we'd say all right well you know give us the research and give us a sample a piece of writing that you've done so we know how to you know, we don't want to sound too smart uh, if you're <laughs> yeah. an idiot. Not right, uh, fair, uh, humble at all. And so, what grade do you want to get when this is all over? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, I mean, sometimes we take you know money, but a lot of times we would just say, uh, "This is the video game I want in exchange for this." So oh it's God. like, oh, so okay, yeah, you're like, bartering. Go, go buy me Halo Three. When you get, when I have Halo 3, I'll write your whatever econ paper and then we're good. We're good to go. Mm-hmm. So we did that for a little bit, just kind of hustling. That's make- still a thing you can do. I mean, yes. ghostwriting is like yeah. a thing that I take a lot of issue with in certain ways. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like as a writer, as, sure. a, as a writer, <laughs> but not for technical papers. I feel like, yes. And not for necessarily celebrities. Like if you're writing a celebrity memoir or somebody, you know, in, in the ghostwriter's name is on it, ghost, you know, as a co-author or whatever, yeah, I'm yeah. totally like, I'm chill. But when yeah. I hear stories of people not writing books that are making number one best-selling and the real author I know, and I'm like, what i have years on this novel right and you're a celebrity and you hired what i get real ragey and i shouldn't i shouldn't even say that i should you know it's hollywood i feel like it's valid though because there's so many things where it's just like that you're not really doing that like we just got in this discussion last night where that's why i've got i was trying to do this audition climbing around a table and i'm like really banged up i was excited and eric's like if this was something that you had practiced for years and you were like an efficient rock climber of 20 years, like, okay, I can see you getting mad, but you are not. You just bashed yourself up trying to make this work. Think of if somebody were to come along and be like, oh, I'm going to be a fitness instructor that teaches spin and got that role. I'd be pissed because like, oh, you're just an actor. You don't know you. I'm watching your form. That's not right. Like, right. I understand where it's like you practice and work so hard at something. And then if somebody just like, that I can pretend fake it. It's like, yeah, put their name, on, put their name on a real. And I love the yeah. real writers that do it. And I'm just like, yeah, but why aren't you the author? Right. But when it comes to college papers, but when it comes I don't to college papers, I'm cares. totally, I'm game. That's just, I, I, get yeah, it done. When, it comes, when it comes to college papers, it's, it's, once it's you're in college. Fair. Yeah. It's all fair to me. I'm like, whatever. But fine, now, like now my understanding and I, I haven't really seen this firsthand, but my understanding is there there's these massive libraries now of term papers that are like 
organized by category and you can pay yes admission to go in and you just cut copy and paste paragraphs out of so like I don't think anybody's writing their own papers no I I've heard of this too there are services online you can look them up and and it's you know basically you're still reading so you're still doing research and you're still citing you know sources or something but like it's all it's not they don't even consider it plagiarism I call that the Encyclopedia Britannica yeah (laughs) yeah it's like it's hard out there for a for a a small guy plagiarist you know like (laughs) <laughs> it big, really plagiarism, is. big plagiarism came in and and really put the mom and pop plagiarists it's, out of business yeah. it's true you are the uh the local bookstore of you're yeah. the samuel l french of <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the meg ryan and uh you've got Meg. that's right, right. that's right Aww. so i'm gonna jump to something else where in this great land of ours were you a playground construction worker. That was another there. that was another college job. Um my he was so bad. My buddy's oh god, dad, I hope not. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sure the children are fine. <laughs> oh, it's my buddy's dad had a construction company and all they built oh, were yeah, playgrounds Chaz, for Chaz elementary schools. That's crazy. Uh, it's it was really crazy because the guys that you would work with were like playground equipment is heavy mm-hmm. and all the equipment that you yeah. use to construct it is very similar to what you would use to construct a building. So the people that you're working with are construction workers in every sense. Like they're gruff. Uh, some of them are drinking on the job. Like, well, who's not drinking on the job? Well, but mm-hmm. in construction. <laughs> well, it's wine and spin. Yeah. That was a big right. one. Yeah. Spin and wine. Right. And I was like, that doesn't right. feel safe. Yeah, you shouldn't spin and drink. But but yeah, sorry. Anyways, but I just... they're construction workers and we're building these like brightly colored playgrounds. So you'd have like a guy smoking a cigarette, <laughs> installing like the, the toy horse that kids are going to be <laughs> bouncing around so very... on. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's a perfect, just if somebody could take a picture of that and be like, this is life. Yeah. yeah. So I did that. This is all this. I did that for a summer and a, uh, uh, at least one summer and then one Christmas break because this guy worked. That's the other thing. He was a workaholic. So we these are 14 hour days working construction. And it's goofy as hell because what you're building at the end is just this playground. Right, but right. It is, it's really, really hard because uh, you have to dig all the holes and pour the concrete. And 14 hour days. Was that union? No, not, I don't, no. I, I, I just like how, go ahead, oh, go ahead. No, you go, well, you, say, you go. He said, you go. Uh, dig all the holes and put all the concrete. I just want to know if you can name, because you do this to me all the time, I feel like with certain things, because I'm bad with remembering anything, but like, what's the name of a tool or like some piece of equipment <laughs> on the construction? I just want to see if you can name like, other than I like a I feel like I know one. You do, Jamie? Any piece of equipment? Yeah, just like a big thing you used. Wait, and then go, go hand me a... I'm putting in this thing, so I need the. Oh, I need it. I need a tamper. You'd have to okay, tamp. Okay. Right. You'd have to tamp right. down, tamp the, down the, the concrete. I just was. Trying, I just wondered if that. Jamie, I was thinking that otter or whatever to make the hole for the auger. 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 Mm-hmm. auger. Okay. Yeah. Auger. Auger. Right. auger. Um. I. By the oh, way, wait. I'm just very happy to hear that there is so much construction of new playgrounds going on. That they were that they were this busy. It well, gives me gives me hope for the children of but America. But no, this was a while ago. This was when you were in college. college. Okay, gives me hope for years. for grown children. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, who are in high school for the sixteen year olds now. Yeah, yeah they so great. When I was in college, and I didn't know that this was a job you could do. But I, I think it was hard to get 
but unless you had a parent in it, but you know, we have all the unions, the factories yeah. in Michigan, or we did. Oh, yeah. Um, so my friends would get line jobs in the factories, car factories over summer yeah. breaks and like winter breaks. And it was union. So they would put in, cause they were young. They would put in time and a half and get like, they came back to school rich. And I was like, yeah. how, how did you get that? It's usually yeah. a parent got them in because they worked the line, but um, right. that was great. My sister-in-law did that in Vermilion. That was she, cause she was like, how they would go back. How do you have money? It's like, oh yeah, you've got, yeah. you've got it. If you can get in. If you can get in, that is time and a half of like a really good wage, starting wage. I think they yeah. made like 17 to start an hour, you know? And then on top of that, you work anything over eight and it's time and a half. Right. That's like, that's like a gold mine for a college kid. Oh yeah. That, yeah. It's huge. I mean, this guy paid really well. It just, there, there yeah. was no, no talk of, no talk of union. Right. It's playground construction. Mm-hmm. We don't need to that's union. Right. United no. playground construction, <laughs> construction union. I don't even know what that would <laughs> Our little our seal would be like a swing, mm-hmm. which would be really cute. No, it'd be yeah. the horse. Remind me to talk to you about tight with a cigarette. I'm just coming up with stuff left and right. But I <laughs> want to talk to him for a second because you actually, and I remember when this happened because Katie was so excited. You actually got out of law and you got a job at BuzzFeed. Yeah. As a writer. Yes. Uh, yeah. As a the the technical the job I got was creative. Mm -hmm. So, which, which sounds a lot uh, fancier than it is, but yeah, no, I, I was coming to a point in law where I was just really burned out. So that there's that phase that I described earlier where you're like, Ooh, I don't know if this is going to work out. And then there's several years where you're like, yeah, this is really not working out. Uh, and then several and, more years, you're like, yeah, this is bad. And then you get, <laughs> you get to a point where it's like, okay, now I, I really do need to think about finding something else. So I was basically, I was already, I had already determined to quit the law firm. I had gone to my boss several times over the course of like six months and be like, hey, this is it. I'm is this done. still this your aunt? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the, there's also the family component where it's like, oh, we moved out here. For, like, there's a lot of other of course, there's like, pressure. Oh, we don't there's but pressure. I, I, I would do the old uh, try to quit and be told no mm-hmm. several times. So I'd, I would go in and be like, this is it. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Consider this my two weeks. And she would just be like, no, thank you for coming, but no. Yep. And then I'd just go back to work and I'd work for another six months. And then I'd come in and do the same thing and again. It happened to me with Nestle. And I didn't even yeah. have an aunt there. They yeah. were just like, every time I gave my two weeks, they said no. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm quitting. And the, when I finally did do it, I still stayed on for four months. Like they still yeah. saw, I gave my two weeks and they still, they were like, we just need you to stay on and hire the new person. And they, and I interviewed people and I found the new person. They were like, nope, the girls don't want that person. We need you. And then when they found a person, they said, do we need you to stay on and train them? But you can work from home. I mean, they just wouldn't let me quit. Yeah. Right. And then I yeah. finally stopped logging on until they fired, fired me. Yeah. Because I was like, no, I already gave my two weeks after 10 years. Come on. Do we have any uh, commercials today? Let's take a quick break and see. And now back to the podcast. Oh, God. I feel you. I feel you. Same, same deal. And then for one, for one time I went in there and I don't know why, but it stuck. I was just like, no, really this time I am, I am done. And she finally let me quit. Uh, so I was already out of the, the law and I was like, 
I had a friend working at BuzzFeed at the time and he said, there's a position open for a creative. It's, it's basically marketing. You're going to do a lot of marketing copy. Uh, and I said, okay, well I'll apply, but you know, just tell me what my chances are. Yeah. I, I just, I, I have writing just experience. I have an English degree. What are my chances? And he's like, oh no, you're not going to get it. I was just offering it to you. <laughs> as, like, yeah practice Something. like it will it will be a good experience i'll give you a reference maybe you'll get some interview experience i can get you through the screening but yeah no you're not getting this job thank uh, you wow thank you yeah. patrick he's very he's you very sound like my honest. agent <laughs> yeah he's very honest very yeah. candid he'll be straight up with you but then he also helped i mean that also for a mental like okay you're here and you're like i am drained what am i doing to like at least give you something it was a big help and then his cover letter or one of the things you did was i was gonna tell about the mitch mcconnell turtle or like you had, so you had to write, write some sample posts stuff. and yeah. i just wrote the stupidest posts <laughs> i could i could possibly think of i wrote one about uh senate majority leader mitch mcconnell denying that he ate the last cookie so it was like, all the pictures dumb. of Mitch McConnell and like making hand gestures. Well, he looks like a turtle. He does. Uh, he does look like a turtle. And then I wrote a cover letter that where I basically was like, hey, look, I'm a lawyer accidentally. I accidentally became a lawyer, and that's a huge problem for me. And if you guys could help me fix it, I promise I will work. I think the 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 phrase I used is like, do you want somebody who's going to run as fast as they can? Or do you want somebody who's going to run like they're being chased? <laughs> and I'm the, I'm the guy who's being chased. Cause I got to get the fuck out of this other thing. And that for some, they read that and they were like, huh? All right. Well, he's <laughs> yeah. got a lot of free and he's desperate. Uh, so they were like, do we think we can get him to take a $30,000 pay cut to come work for Buzzfeed? Oh and the answer was yes. And so I, I, got the job um because of sort of all of those weird it's just luck like the guy who was hiring me who i've come to know pretty well like all those things were just kind of right up his alley without me knowing it but yeah i, I took some swings and uh ended up yeah they hired me and i, I was there for four years and then yeah. why did you leave with no advancement or not creative uh, enough no, I, I left because BuzzFeed for good and bad is sort of as advertised. They say that they're constantly changing and they are constantly changing. Yeah, like that is not are. a, that is not a, um, that's not corporate jargon, but yeah. that, that sometimes works for them. But then there are, there are long periods where it really does not look like it's going to work. Um, well, and you had another opportunity. He's a video game. Yeah. So junkie. I've always been. I've yeah, always yes, loved yes. video games and I got a, a chance. Well, I started telling people at BuzzFeed, we got to be doing video games because they weren't. Um, and they would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't think that's really our niche. I was like, yeah, but you don't understand. Like video games are worth a lot of money. We are marketers. These are products. We should be into this. Mm -hmm. So I started this working group called Good Game at BuzzFeed. And all we did was they it was games. it was just voluntary it was it was extra it was a side hustle on the side hustle uh and it was people just making video game content just on spec basically um and those people kept getting poached by ign the the video game website right and so after about the third member of this squad got You're poached like, to go to ign i reached out to one of them and i was like what the hell did like 
can't you just tell them that I started this thing? That yeah. Hired you for, and uh, I applied once and didn't even get an interview. Wow. <laughs> like what? With a reference Typical. from yeah, didn't even get an interview. And then the second time, I think like two more people that were part of this working group went over and there were like five people total that were at IGN. And I kind of like wrote them a letter and was like, hey, this person, this person, like your, your editor, your, your social media person, this person, this person, this person, all you all hired them all. Through me, because of me. Me at BuzzFeed. And that got me an interview. And, and then I got, I became the, social media manager of IGN in 2018. Mr. Manager. Mr. Manager. You, you, yeah. you went to, to what is it called? Um, middle management? Mm -hmm. Middle management. Yeah. Corporate yeah. middle yeah. management. How is that? Corporate. I didn't uh, like corporate. it personally. Now my corporate middle. <laughs> oh, uh, well, so corporate middle management is not <laughs> always fun. But in the entertainment and How are you gonna make this fun? The entertainment and gaming <laughs> like space hurts. is like you really have to love that stuff to like. So I I went in as sort of a fan of a passive fan of the Marvel movies, and I came out uh, saying if no one ever says the letters MCU to me again, it will be too well, soon. Well, it broke. It kind of ruined. It was like yeah, you see how the ice cream is made or right. the bananas. So and it's good. Yeah. So it is. It is. It's. It's middle management. It definitely is. It has all the the trappings of middle management. But every once in a while, IGN was actually very good about. Every once in a while, they'll get an opportunity that they know you like, mm -hmm. and they'll send you on it. And like they they were pretty good about showing you the upside of the job because it is long hours, um, and especially social media, obviously, never ever ever stops. Like oh, anytime a story breaks, you're we we had you know the, you know, the goal so. during business hours was when a story breaks it should go on social within 90 seconds yeah so that's like the wow. time frame yeah that's the time frame that you're working with um but on the other side of that every once in a while they'd be like hey uh we don't have a reporter to go cover this movie opening you go do it get 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 your phone sit on the red carpet, interview the celebrities, and this make an is Instagram how, story out of it. This is how he got to meet my my Neo. He got to meet Keanu with the puppies. You were at that <laughs> John Wick 3 and just texting yeah. me. I was like, can I come with you to this? And just picture, like, with puppies surrounding him and with Keanu Reeves, where I'm obsessed with the Matrix, you guys know. And I was like, how my, my dream somehow got transferred into you because you were surrounded by all these adorable little animals and hanging out with Keanu. Like, what? If good for you, her but also. two favorite things in the world are puppies and Keanu Reeves. I feel like that's and a lot of people. I got yeah. to go you are, as one of those. Right. Yeah. As one of those just kind of like, hey, here's how this job can be cool. They sent me to the junket for John Wick 3. And because of the way the dogs play into that story, they just had a litter of puppies in the waiting room when you're getting ready to interview the you're folks. Like, here's your so champagne. Play with puppies. Here's, meet Halle Berry. Like yeah. what is I was like, what is happening? So I met, I met in the same day, I met uh Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, Lance Reddick, Halle Berry, uh like this whole crazy list Just of people. Like, and Ian McShane is, is my favorite so actor cool. of all time. I, I found him to be a sweetheart and they they knew that I loved him so much that when the Deadwood movie came out, they sent me to that too. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I, I, IGN was uh, a, a 
great experience, even though it is middle management. If you're going to have to do middle management, do middle management for a video game company because you get... You can, if you can. Yeah. I was going to say, you get the nice... Because you, uh, you get some nice swag and you get to meet cool people. He, and then you get to go to E3 and not sleep for four days every year. He ranked it. I was asking you the other day, like where, because he used to work at Wendy's. And I'm like, okay, so would you rather be middle management at Wendy's or at IGN? Are we talking about the restaurant Wendy's? We're talking about the restaurant Wendy's. Yes. Yeah, I did, I did do that. I mastered the uh, the four corner press, which is how you grill the hamburgers at Wendy's. You got to press down on each of the four corners. So puppy. I, I worked at McDonald's. There was no pressing. Um, it's just nope. frozen. Stick it on. Put a thing on it so it steams. Did they do chili there at McDonald's? Well, yeah. No. No. Because that was I always when I eat meat, I like the chilies at um, Wendy's, and then he explained that it's well, it's not. It's not fucked up it's just burned it's just the burnt corners of the hamburgers that have gone bad or they burn them and that's what's in the chili oh that's interesting it's very it's very southern no that's very southern yeah um waste not want not jason's from (laughs) privilege he doesn't understand burnt corners okay but i I eat them for pleasure but you do um (laughs) pick them out I wasn't very good. I I didn't, I, I wasn't very good at my McDonald's job. I'll be honest. I was a teenager. I was very bad. The audio system didn't work. So they took me off the drive-thru window and they put me on buns, toasting buns. And I burned <laughs> buns, constantly burning buns. I mean, I don't know how a bun burned because it just goes through a rotation thing. And all I have to do is collect it when it comes out. But somehow I started a fire. Um, and then, so they put me on the front register at the front counter and I was embarrassed because everyone from my high school had come up and yeah. we lived in a town where like there was the working class and then there was the rich people. And yeah. so I was from the working class. I was like, hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order, please? And I didn't understand the codes on the register. There are codes on the register. So nothing says hamburger, cheeseburger, whatever they're coded. So I had not memorized the codes because nobody taught me that you had to memorize the codes. They just throw you on shifts and think you should just what? get it. So yeah. I was very bad at that too. Um, but they liked me. So I stayed for a while and then they were like, we're getting a lot of complaints and oh. the store can't take this many complaints because like it's bad for reputation. So they fired me. Oh. It's okay. Yeah. It- Anytime there's discourse about flipping burgers, I'm like, have you guys ever worked that job? That is not an easy job. It's not an easy job. Stop yelling at people in fast food for fuck's sake. People are so mean. That is not, because I was the same, like the orders would come, and when I was on the line making (sighs) sandwiches, the orders would come through during the lunch rush. I would get lost and I'd make the wrong sandwich and people would be waiting around and we'd be getting yelled at. Oh, so many people yelling. This is not a, this is not an easy job. I, you guys, I don't know how much more time you guys are allowed to have or a lot, but I wanted the one story I'm also bringing up Wendy's is because of how you got hired. Can you tell the story? Yeah, it's just so too. dumb. All right. Uh, so this I, is like one of my favorite things. I was a poor co- I was a poor college kid, as I <laughs> I think I've already covered, uh, and I was donating plasma, which college kids do. So you could go twice a week. They would Let's be donate fair. college boys do. I remember this trend. It was all the boys, college mm-hmm. boys. So you go twice a week, you let them, you know, get stab you in the arm and you sit there for, 
I thought it, it was twice a month. I thought you could only do it twice a month because the way that it um it's it's Michigan plasma it's, regenerates. It's Ohio. It's Ohio. Well, I don't know what I don't know what you how often you should be able. He to was do going it. twice a week. I That's know you can much. do it twice a week because they would pay you twenty bucks the first for the first visit and thirty bucks for the second, so you can make fifty bucks a week. Hey. Um, so I think I was on my second visit of the week and the plasma clinic shared a parking lot with the wendy's and so oh i was like okay God. this is going to be great i'm going to go i'm going to donate my plasma That's i'm going to go get this i'm going to i'm going to be on my grind get this job at wendy's and you know like th- everything's coming up millhouse and uh <laughs> so i i give the plasma but i i kind of probably forgot to eat that day or i i was hung over from the night before so all I remember is I'm sitting there, I'm answering questions about whatever, like what I'm doing in college, whatever you, whatever questions you answer in a Wendy's interview. And the next thing I know, I'm on the floor looking <laughs> up and the person who's interviewing me is standing over me with a, a biggie glass of water, like saying, here, you passed out. And so <laughs> apparently I was like, white as a sheet, I passed out. And then the next thing I remember, I'm sitting in the chair, I'm, I'm like sipping water and shaking. And they're like, okay, so can you start on Monday? Oh my gosh. Well, college fast food is high turnover. So much desperation. We'll be right back. Told you we'd be right back. Yeah, that was like uh one of the times where it's like, is this the is this rock bottom? Like am I because I'm, I've just passed out in a Wendy's during a job interview yeah. and got the job yeah. and got the job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I had I was on um after donating plasma. What's the thing in college? I was on uh, work. What's work, work, work study? Know, work study. I was. I won't know. Are you kidding me? I won't know. <laughs> I had. I certainly knew plenty of people who did oh, work, study. work study. So I was on work study. So the the college was obligated to employ me and um so I started out I was freshman year and they made me work in the cafeteria in the dorm in my dorm where everybody would see me and um it was very mean and it was very hard and it was uh not you know it was very um well, I, I got a lot of humility out of that. Let's just say that. It was gross. And seeing how the food is made in the cafeteria and the boys you like from your co-ed dorm looking at you in your hairnet and you're just like, this is not fun. So that sucked. And that was my freshman year. And then I worked in the computer labs and that was great. Yeah. yeah. Computer labs are great. I don't think they have computer labs anymore because everybody now. Called li- I think they're libraries now. They're just computers that are, that's all. Yeah. yeah they don't, I don't think they have the computer labs anymore because everybody nope. has a laptop. Everyone yeah. has, yeah. Everyone's required to now have a laptop too, but yeah, not fun. Not fun. Nope. I feel you. Well, I'd like to kind of moving towards the, the, uh, natural conclusion i i want to make sure that we talk to both of you guys about like what's your current what's your current deal like eric what is the goal what's your goal what are you working on now what are you working towards you're back in law right now right no uh right now i'm right right now i'm uh i'm doing some freelance i'm back in marketing back in marketing okay what i'm doing now i'm doing some freelance writing for uh twitch Mm -hmm. the, the online uh, streaming streaming platform yeah uh, and I'm working on a 
screenplay with my friend uh, that is sort of based around an experience that my dad had. My dad is a, a Quaker minister um, who spent 40 years in the same church. And I, it's funny because I was listening to your Jordan Morris episode where he talks about the cool youth group. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, this would definitely be like in that set, kind of in that world. But just as he was about to retire is when all the Trump stuff happened. And so this congregation of people that he'd known for years and years and years, almost overnight, sort of were captured by this phenomenon. And he was he was on his way out the door. But my thought was, well, what if what if somebody wasn't on their way out the door? What if they were trying to make, you know, this is their life's work. And all of a sudden, these people who you were having these conversations with about uh, Jesus and helping the poor were all of a sudden like, well, the government is going to put a, a biochip in my vaccine. Right. And you'd have to sort of deal with that transition. So that's, that's what I'm working on now. Um, I mean, it's pretty early phases, but yeah, that's, and I'm also sort of interviewing around for uh, other positions in social media because social media is creative-ish. Mm. And inevitable. No, it's an, it's an, it's incredibly um, creative, and you know, I, I think, you know, I, I I walk a fine line whether to even say this, but uh, content is just being shoved down our throats. You know, like yeah. TikTok yeah. and short form content. It's it's leaked over. I say leaked, but it's you know, we have flash fiction now. You know, there are literary journals and publications that are dedicated to short fiction, which is one paragraph. And there are people that do it excellently. They tell the whole story in a sentence or a paragraph, and you're like, Jesus. Um, yep. and consumers, you know, I don't think that you have to put ages on things because of marketing, but young consumers um really don't want things that are longer than social media is going to engage with them. And so right. therefore creative social media it, it is um it is an art form i mean for sure it's it it is uh yeah there's part of it that's an art form and then there's part of it that's just recognizing what uh, what things that other people do, are doing is an art form so you know separating the noise from the stuff that is actually like just because this is shorter than the stuff we that came before does that mean it's worse right no but but it's also can be hard to tell like which of these things new things is actually worth people's time and mm -hmm. sorting through a lot of that is is that's the fun part of being a social media manager the the other stuff is just keeping track of numbers yeah numbers and Katie Katie just did a fitness video which one which which one oh uh, <laughs> uh, right but I was mostly Wait, talking about the bike. Wow. Oh, oh, the bike. Oh, yeah. She, she is actively starring in fitness videos. <laughs> the slim cycle <laughs> queen. The slim cycle. The real. That's right. I, we got it over there. That's it's, right over it's, there. It's over there. I, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's silly, but trying, trying to do, the question was. What are you? You yeah, just, oh, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, you're, what, where are you going? Oh, just trying to broaden fitness horizons to all humans who need some help and to make people feel better about themselves and not worse which as I mean it's hard because social media everyone's like oh here's my perfectly toned boob like all that crap where I'm like I don't want to put into that because there's so much negativity and there's so much stuff that's not real but to be like okay I am a human person that wants to 
keep doing fitness and it makes me happy to also make other people happy and feel better about themselves. Um, but then also realistically being like, well, I kind of want to do some other fun stuff. So branching out into opportunities, like trying to do stunts, break it into doing fitnessy stuff. And I've been doing some, um, how do you, what would you say? It's like consulting of like shoots that need a legit fitness person to be like, Oh, Hey, actors who said you could do yoga. I can show you how to do this pose so it looks real for the commercial, for the pictures, and then trying to also break in myself, even though I'm not a 20-year-old, and I know all the 20-year-olds are the ones getting those, but but I don't know, trying to just keep doing things. Middle-aged women <laughs> need, need fitness, too. Hey, you know? everyone wants to see a middle-aged lady fall down some stairs, and I am your girl. <laughs> I, Bridesmaids taught us that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, but you you are finding success and you guys you know i i just i just think like it's so good to like um when you think about where you were a year ago and going oh i wanted to be where i am now a year ago is what i hope where i hoped i'd be but your goal always changes once you get to the place that you had worked towards and we forget seeing the journey or how much we put in to finally get to where we are, where you have headshots and you're going on auditions and you're getting called in and you're booking stuff. You're climbing under tables. And yeah. Eric is not practicing law. He's actually doing creative content. And so, you know, I, I try to remind myself all the time, like all I wanted to do a year ago too was, you know, get my own creative writing storytelling class going. And now I have the opportunity and I'm like, Awesome. And I was a year ago teaching, you know, and I was like, I do want to teach adults creative writing and, and allow them to explore that. So, you know, I wanted an agent a year ago. Now I have one, you know, we yeah. always impose like, though, but my edits aren't done. But you know, I don't I, I don't have the class yet. And I have to get my liability insurance and my live right. scan, you know, but, right. but think about where we were a year ago when we didn't have this thing that we wanted. And now we're so much further into it. Is the money pouring in yet for anyone? Well, for someone it is, but, but no, not for me, but still, I'm so happy to be where I am now. Like we've, we've made it, we're making it and we keep doing it and we keep doing it and, you know, building on it. And I'll say I've been, Eric, I, I was in a similar situation uh, to where you were with the, with your, your law firm uh, that yeah. you left where you were, you were comfortable, you were making good money. I was in a, you know, in a good position in an accounting firm, making good money. Yeah. And I look back and. I'm sure you do the same and think, oh, I could have this much more money. I could have, I could be this much more comfortable, mm -hmm. but I, I, I am so much happier and more content with where I'm at now, even with less money. And I, I take the, I, I, well, you, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What would you say? Yeah, no, I've never, I, best $30,000 pay cut I've ever taken in my life. Uh, well put. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I've never really looked back at it. Um, because like, you know, like we said, social media is, it's one part creative. It's not, it's not the same thing as screenwriting or something where you're sitting down, you're creating something completely yours, right. but it's, it's a lot more creative than law. And, and I'll tell you, even screenwriting, you know, it, all, only the screenplay is yours. Once you right. uh, once you find any success with it, it becomes not yours at all. Right. That's true, right. Well, at least, yeah, like you guys said, to get to the opportunity where you had time to actually write it, like, I don't know, it, even if you wouldn't have gotten that job, it's like to stay in something where it's like, it's so unhappy, who cares about, I mean, we'll live in a studio apartment until we're 70, 
ish. Uh, but that, like, but that, but you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, okay, it's worth that to then not have to give your soul to trying yeah. to make something like a, the square box and the round. Thing. Right. Right. If like a big a house makes you happy, then you have to do the job that allows you the big house. Right. You know, and, right. and so then right. you're just happy when you're in your big house. But right. if, if every day yeah. you want to wake up and do the thing, then be okay living in, in, in a smaller house, you know, like, yeah. but Hey, it can still be a nice small house because every day you're smiling. Because right. you're doing the thing you want to do. And you're doing it together. And you're doing it together. You guys are the best. Right. You're tra- you guys are the best. We just want to thank you so much for saying yes and coming on the show and um, talking with us. Yeah. It was we're really good. It. Yeah. You guys have so many incredible people. I'm just like, God, Eric. You are incredible people. You are incredible oh, people. Oh, my God. Please invite so us to the to Oscars. We need to earn one. She showed on Monday. Stickle, I've got a special surprise for you. Mm, what's that, Bieber? Next week, we're talking to an author. Is it Natasha Dion? Her new book has already won so many awards and garnered such <gasps> incredible reviews and endorsements. Oh my God, it's Natasha Dion, isn't it? Shondaland says The Perishing is a downright masterpiece. Oh my God, it's Natasha Dion. Yes, it's Natasha Dion. Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.